0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Future Cast. We're back this week. Tonight, I guess you should say. It's our third time this week. We did quarterbacks already. We did running backs already. And now we're back for the deepest, the deepest of them all for the Senior Bowl, the 2023 Senior Bowl down in Mobile. It's Wednesday, January 25th. We'll be taking off on Monday to go down to Mobile. Mobile. But the wide receiver class always, obviously, it's going to be the deepest. It's going to have the most players in it from quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end as far as the fantasy side goes. Wide receiver was a fun one, a tough one. I've gotten through about 21 total wide receivers in this class so far. Uh, I'd like to get to about 30 before I go down to Mobile. And, And my expectation for this class wasn't as high. Last year's class actually kind of really did underwhelm going in. It looked like it was going to be Jahan Dotson. Remember, Jahan Dotson backed out, didn't end up going to the Senior Bowl. And then what it ended up being was Jalen Tolbert, Christian Watson, were the two big talents that really did stuff. And then you had guys like Romeo Dobbs that didn't really do a lot uh, and kind of pushed us away. And then I mean, we're going to talk through all these guys that are going to be there this year, um, from the Rashi Rices to the Charlie Joneses, the Andre Silves, if I, if I hopefully I said that right, and then my favorite guy who – Right now, the dog ratings are not, obviously, they're going to be in after the combine because of all of the human interaction aspects of things that that I'm going to be doing over the next few months. An early entry, an early high-end guy in the dog rating, we're going to talk about him here in just a minute, but let's get into the show. All right, first things first, you got to go over. To playerprofiler.com, go to the offers section. You got to check out Rival Fantasy. Are you tired of having to play fantasy sports across multiple platforms? Now you can just play fantasy sports the way you want, all in one place. RivalFantasy.com is the only fantasy sports platform with three unique game styles, challenges, fantasy book, and fantasy bingo. Plus, they'll be adding season-long fantasy in 2023. All first-time depositors receive a fully credited for any losses up to $50 with the code player. Also, if you want to keep track of things while we're down in Mobile, while I'm in Phoenix with Dario, go over to patreon.com forward slash carpentier NFL. I'll have behind the scenes uh, vlogs and stuff going on while I'm there. Also, if you were on patreon.com forward slash carpentier NFL this morning, you would have seen my exclusive early top 10 uh, from my mock draft 2.0 that's going to be released this evening. The top 10 I put on Patreon this morning. And yeah, that's over there. And I'm going to be doing an unfiltered episode before I head out to the senior bowl to talk about, because I put a lot of shows on the, on the, on the table for this week, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. And then the preview show will be Saturday at noon with Alex Dunlap. We'll be talking about the senior bowl, but there's a lot going on behind the scenes that you're not seeing. Everyone just thinks this is, you know, fine and dandy football season's over. I go have dinner with some friends and like, Oh, football's over. What are you possibly doing? And they got no freaking clue. So if you want to find out some more behind the scenes things, Come tap on over to patreon.com forward slash Carpentier NFL. Listen to Unfiltered this weekend. Check out the vlogs behind the scenes all next week at the Senior Bowl and at the Super Bowl the following week. Lots of fun. Lots of interesting interviews and things coming over the course of the next few weeks. But you're not here to listen to me talk and rant about other things. You're here to listen to me talk and rant about these prospects going to the senior bowl, these wide receivers. Andrew is in the chat already. He's tapped the mother frick in. Yes, Matt will be with me down in Mobile this year. He went two years ago. I went last year. Neither of us went together. This will be our first year going together as a duo down to Mobile. We're going to take that entire town down. I'm looking forward to it because I've already interacted with a few people from Twitter that will be down there that are some of my favorites. And you'll see some of that stuff behind the scenes, like I mentioned just a minute ago. But like I said, let's tap in to the rookies in this class. At the top of the board are two guys right now at the wide receiver room. They're six and seven in my overall rankings at the wide receiver position. Number six is Rashi Rice. He comes in at six foot one, 189 pounds with a current grade of 6.8. That's where the roof starts with the senior bowl, guys. I think my New Jersey accent just popped in there. 6.8 for Rashi Rice. Puts him in at number six right now from SMU. Again, these grades are not finalized. These are not going to be the grades you're going to see in the rookie guide next month at the end of February. These are the grades that are just currently moving. Again, the things that go into this are a film grade, a dog grade, uh, which is off the field. Obviously, I've talked about the dog grade before. The athleticism grade on field and the athleticism grade off field. So it's not just combine it's how do they play football and how do they run at the combine there's two different athleticism grades that go into it and then we have a couple other things that go into it as well that's kind of how i build that grade but right now where things sit going into the senior bowl and again things will change through the senior bowl week going into the senior bowl my number one wide receiver—it's really a tier of one, the top tier of wide receivers—is what we're going to talk about here uh, at the Senior Bowl, and that's Rashi Rice, six foot, one hundred eighty-nine pounds, six point eight zero is his current grade from SMU. Trey Palmer, six foot, one hundred eighty pounds, six point seven five from Nebraska, and Jaden Reed, six foot, one hundred eighty-five pounds, six point seven zero from Michigan State. I'm going to continue to say this—it's this entire class outside of—and you're going to see this in my mock draft if you did earlier already. Everybody outside of Quentin Johnston, which so if I'm looking at my current top ten, everybody in the top ten outside of Quentin Johnston is six foot, six foot, five eleven, six foot, five ten, five eleven, six foot. Rashi White, Rashi Rice currently projected at six one. We'll see what he comes in at. Mike Wilson, who we'll talk about in a minute from Stanford, six two. Dontavian wakes 6'1". Nobody's big. And then it's 5'10", foot. 5'10", foot. They're all small guys per se. Uh, they all kind of fit that archetype build where they're between 185 and 205 pounds. And they're 5'11", six foot. But like I said, Rashi Rice, 6'1", 189 from SMU. Body control, ability to put himself in places to win, aggressive play style, great drive, and hand-eye coordination. I love Rashi Rice's gameplay. He has the mentality to win consistently in the NFL, like I said, with body control, awareness, and aggressiveness. He's got a lanky nature to him, um, but I, I think that his lack of strength is really what's going to, be tough as far as overtaking defenders that are aggressive towards him. When they show aggression back, it's a little tougher for him to win in those contested situations. But Rice will be productive in the NFL. He was very productive at SMU this year, and I, and I think Rashi is going to enter the week as the guy that's like looked at as it. like this is the dude here again. He had 1,355 yards and 10 touchdowns at SMU as a senior last year. But I don't think he's going to exit the week as the top guy. Like I said, right now I have him as a zero. He's 0.5, 0.05 points ahead of, or grade scale ahead of Trey Palmer. Trey Palmer is, he's climbing the board. He's climbing the board quick and he's got the speed. He's got the NFL size. He comes at about 180. He looks a lot bigger than 180. He looks like he's about in that looks like he's closer to Rashi. Rashi actually looks on the skinny side where Palmer looks on the thicker side uh, when you're watching the game, actually. Uh, when I talk about comps, I forgot to say Rashi Rice's comp is play-style comp again. Everything's play-style for me. It's not the best comparable. It's not the athleticism comparable. It's the play-style comparable. Rashi Rice's play-style comparable I have done as Garrett Wilson uh, from Ash, from last year's class. You remember Garrett Wilson, very uh, fluid in and out of routes, really great knee bend, uh, and, and and just re- kind of attacks every single route. And that's something I, th- I thought Rashi did. Trey Palmer in there, and he comes in. Deontay Johnson, uh, I used that as the playstyle comp. Good burst, elite speed after running the mid 10s. I think he had a 10 4 in the 100 meter dash. Um, Trey Palmer's got great speed. I don't think it's to the level everyone thinks. Everyone's kind of projecting him to come into low four threes, high four twos. I think it's going to be more closer to like that four, three, nine, four, four, one area. Uh, but Palmer doesn't need to be that guy. He's, he can do a lot of things on the field. He played at LSU for three seasons. And he didn't really do a ton, but he played with Keishan Boutte, Malik neighbors, Terris Marshall, Jamar chase, Justin Jefferson. And then he transfers to Nebraska this year and goes for a thousand yards and nine touchdowns. Uh, he has the abilities to dominate. He just does. He's point blank. He lacks strength to overtake aggressive defenders. Um, but he, he's got an aggressive play style and he's point blank. He's a dog. He's a fluid athlete, but not an Uber athlete. He can be a bit quiet, but that quiet kind of becomes like a villain. It's kind of, I talked about this with cave uh, on Thibodeau last year when I was out there at the NFL draft. And it's just more of this. just like, okay, fine. Doubt me fine, watch what happens. I'm going to wake up pissed off and I'm going to freaking eat. Uh, he's a subtle route runner with great double moves and patience. And I think that's what you, he again, he played with fucking studs at LSU. And then he comes over to Nebraska and just plays with Casey Thompson of all quarterbacks. And, you know, some college football? Casey Thompson is not exactly Trevor Lawrence. Um, I think Trey Palmer's going to, move on to the NFL very smoothly. He's currently in my wide receiver seven, and I think he's going to grow a little bit from there. I'm expecting a big week out of him uh, down at the senior bowl. He's going to be a guy I'll be talking about on Saturday with Alex Dunlap when we go over our top five guys to watch in the upcoming week. I'm really looking forward to that episode again with Alex. Again, that's going to be on Saturday, live on YouTube at noon. Uh, Alex Dunlap from Roster Watch, also for OrangeBloods.com, covering the Texas Longhorns. Alex is going to join us. He's going to be down in Mobile with us. Obviously, it's going to be, I think, his 12th year, um, 12th or 13th year down in Mobile, covering the Senior Bowl. So he has everything on lock as far as the process goes for Mobile. Again, the third guy in this top tier for me is Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed, six foot tall, 185 pounds out of Michigan State. When I'm watching him, I love him. I love everything about him. I put Percy Harvin light. You remember Percy Harvin came in close to 200 pounds. He He was the Debo Samuel before Debo was Debo. Strong hands, great awareness of surroundings, plays larger than he is, great body control and ability to come back for the ball and find it. Um, He lacks elite burst and and it's kind of, it takes him a minute to get to his top speed, but just, it's a gradual acceleration. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Reads a stud, great body control. Like I said, great hands. Uh, He knows he's good. He knows he's good. He's got that kind of, that I wouldn't say quite the dog level of Trey Palmer, but he knows he's good. He's primed to stay healthy uh, and continue on to the pro level. He, he kind of, was dinged up throughout his, his college career. He was also at Michigan State. Uh, Jaden Reed, another one I'm excited to watch. I think I'm more excited to watch Trey Palmer and Jaden Reed than I am Rashi because I think I've seen everything that you can see about Rashi, Where, which kind of sounds backwards because obviously Reed and Palmer played in the Big Ten and, and uh, Rashi was at SMU. But I'm kind of more excited to see Palmer and Reed this week down in Mobile. But that's the tier one of the wide receivers down in Mobile. Tier number two uh, is Mike Wilson. Michael Wilson, you're not going to see a lot of him from anybody on Twitter because not all the people on Twitter know who he is. Michael Wilson from Stanford is the other guy from Stanford. Coming into this process, everyone's looking at, you know, not that they're looking at these Stanford guys. It's more so about who are you familiar with? who is, Who have you seen more from uh, throughout the last year or two? And that's been Elijah Higgins. Elijah Higgins is an interesting prospect. He's 6'3", 235 pounds. He's kind of built with Traylon Burks from last year. Definitely does not have the athleticism of Burks or the burst or the hands, but Mike Wilson's actually the other. Michael, Mike, whatever you want to call him, from Stanford, 6'2, 210 pounds. He broke out as a sophomore, 56 receptions, 672 yards, and five touchdowns. And then during his third year, his junior year, 2020, if you go back to the game logs, you can see he was progressing at the same rate that he was as a sophomore when he had that 672 yards. Colorado, six for 95. California, seven for 88 and a touchdown. And then Washington, two for 43, middle of the game, gets injured and he knew something was wrong. There's an interview out there of him talking about this entire process. He had a Jones fracture, uh, and then he started to come back from it, and then he tore something else inside of his foot. And it ended up being an 11-month process for him to kind of fully get back and find himself, and that was obviously not until the, following, the end of the following season in 2021 where he had 19 catches, 185 yards. So he, when you look at his game log, if you just game log scout these guys, Mike Wilson broke out as a sophomore and then hasn't done shit uh, in 2020 and 2021, and now he's a fifth year senior, and you're just going to go, oh, he's a fifth year senior. Fuck that, whatever. No, he, he's not. He's actually a really good receiver. He's this year, six games, 26 receptions, 418 yards, four touchdowns. Again, only played in six games, but it's more about who he is as a prospect, right? Six foot two, 210 pounds. He plays like he's six four, six five. Different level of energy and attack with Wilson, ability to contort his body with ease in the red zone and, and you know even if his only task is in the nfl is to be a red zone target if you're not you know you're not going to come in expecting him to be the alpha the number one in offense but if he can be a competent number two he's got breakaway speed he's got shake uh, at the contact level uh, he broke out as a sophomore like i said and the, the injury really is what's going to derail everyone's like thoughts and peripherals on him like ah fuck that guy he was out for you know two years essentially um and he just never he didn't do anything. What's he, what's he got for us? He doesn't got – but if you turn it on the tape, you, it's Terrence Williams-esque. Terrence Williams with the Cowboys-esque. I like Michael Wilson a lot. Right now he's wide receiver 9 uh, on my top 21 list. Uh, the next guy on this list, 6.30. Uh, Michael Wilson was 6.45. 6.30 coming in at wide receiver 10 is Dontavian Wicks. Dontavian Wicks is a, uh, a, a tough scout because he tends to have issues catching the ball. I think he had nine drops. I don't have many cons of him while watching the tape. He plays like he's 6'3". He's actually 6'1", 205. He's got, that again, that build of over 200 pounds, which is it's nice, especially being 6'1", 205 pounds. It's not like he's 6'3", 205 pounds where he's not too tall. He's just like a perfect fucking build for the NFL. Great body control and acceleration after the catch. Focus and awareness and continually show up on the film because of the poor ball placement uh, from Brennan Armstrong. Dontavian Wicks is a guy that I think can probably rise the furthest. I talk about Trey Palmer being a guy that can continue to rise. He's already at seven. Uh, how high can he rise? He could potentially get up to that five range, four range. But when you're talking about Dontavian Wicks, if Dontavian Wicks really comes in here and blows the top off of a defense, uh, the problem is at the Senior Bowl, so we're going to have a lot of one-on-one opportunities in the game opportunities. Jim Nagy brought down a ton of lengthy cornerbacks. So all of these matchups, you're going to see these guys against lengthy guys. Brents Julius Brents from uh, from Kansas State six four. You're gonna see matchups with all these guys that aren't big. Dontavian Wicks is six one. Wilson six two. Rashi six one. Brents is six four and he's playing cornerback. You're gonna see some matchups like that. Like last year we saw Tariq Woolen uh, down at the Senior Bowl dominate and he got beat some. He Dalen Tolbert beat Tariq Woolen and, and I like Tariq Woolen coming out and then you see what he he did in Seattle this year it was fantastic. But Dontavian Wicks is gonna get an opportunity again against a lot of these bigger, longer cornerbacks. Uh, to really win. And I think he's a guy that can really elevate himself. He can jump from 10 up to five. Rashi's already, or I mean, Trey Palmer's already up there at seven. So it's, it's less of a jump is what I'm saying. Dontavian Wicks, best comparable player, play style, comparable, Michael Gallup. A lot of people love Michael Gallup in Dallas. Obviously he went through his injury. I think next year you're going to start to see what the OG Michael Gallup looked like. The next guy in this tier, tier number two is Darius Davis. 5'10", 175 from TCU. He comes in at 6.30 as well, right next to Dontavian Wicks. Play style comparable, Nicole Hardman. Elite weapon. Return, rushing, receiving, you name it. He's on the field. Makes operating in the open field look too freaking easy. Darius Davis, if you watched any, you watched five minutes of TCU football this year, you'll remember this guy. Absolute bona fide stud two punt return touchdowns in 2022, one, one kick return touchdown in 2021, one rushing touchdown each of the last two seasons, five receiving touchdowns in 2022, one in 2021. He's all over the field. The electricity is there. The problem is he he makes me feel too much like Tyreek Hill. I'm not going to comp him there. That's why I went with the Michael M- Hardman route because, you know, they wanted him to be the one that replaced Tyreek Hill. Darius Davis, there's a lot of guys in this class that are going to be in this 5859510 five, sub 175 range. He's the thickest out of all of them and he's the fastest and he's the most electric, he's the most elusive, he's the fastest uh, <clears throat> and I think the best overall. Being undersized matters, but when nobody can touch you, this is the note I make. Being undersized matters sometimes, but when nobody can touch you, it doesn't hurt as much. And obvious, right? But if nobody can get to you, if you're constantly that's why Tyreek Hill's constantly healthy. It's because his jukes, jives, hips, and hops are always so quick and so bursty that nobody can touch him. Nobody can get to him. He's not a standard receiver. He's more of a weapon with the ability to do everything. He's not an elite separator, um, but he's fine. And uh, and I think Darius Davis, having him at wide receiver 11 going into this week, number six at the Senior Bowl, Um it's where it's where I think he belongs it's tough to put a guy that size up there because again Tyreek Hill was an outlier Tyreek Hill's a little thicker Tyreek Hill is Tyreek Hill we can't compare Darius Davis to Tyreek Hill but that's where I have Darius Davis now I want to remind you guys to go over to playerprofiler.com forward slash chat playerprofiler.com forward slash chat that will bring you to discord join our discord we have about 2,000 members in there right now we're trying to keep growing this list Uh, we're all in there everybody that has a show everybody that's Working for player profile, everybody's that writing, everybody that's does anything is on Discord, and we're all there to chat. You got a question, drop it in there, tag somebody. You know, you got a dynasty question, you got a mock question. You, you want to, it's a good way to really track shows. If you don't watch YouTube consistently, but you'd like to, we have an announcement section. You can jump in there and you can see when we go live. If you want to do a rookie mock draft, we're trying to get rookie mocks and dynasty startups going as well over on sleeper, sleeper.com. Uh, sleeper, dot Use that promo code underworld to get a deposit match up to hundred dollars when you join, be sure you're bringing all your leagues over there. I talk about that on every show on end, bring all your leagues over to sleeper. That's where we're going to start doing some mocks uh, very, very soon as on sleeperfantasy.com. Like I said, playerprofilecom forward slash chat to join in there. There's a little mock channel and you can, in the mock channel, just drop your email say, Hey Cody, what, what mock can I join? Superflex one QB startup, diet, whatever it may be. Drop it in there and I'll get you added as well. Otherwise, if you don't want to jump on Discord, just email me, Cody at Roto Wonderworld, to, to join that as well. And I'll get you into some mock drafts. On to the next wide receiver grouping. These four guys are 0.1 points apart of all four of them. Jonathan Mingo's coming in, six foot two, 215 pounds. Really like watching Jonathan Mingo on tape. Best comparable Josh Palmer from a play style comparison, consistent first step up the lot of scrimmage, looking downfield for a player to block, looking downfield for a player to to, to make miss and, and sticking with plays consistently as the ball carrier gets the ball. And if he's going the opposite direction, he's working across the field to block a guy. If the ball carriers come in his direction, he sees it and then he's eyes downfield, finding a finding a defender, trying to consistently stay on blocks. And that's really what's going to keep you on the field in the NFL as a receiver, blocking, as a running back, being able to pass block. It's block, block, block. If you if you're not blocking, think about it. You, you, unless you're, you know, Devontae Adams-esque and you're going to get in a 40%, 35% target share, that's still only 35% of the time. The other 60% of the time that you're on the field, you're not going to be getting the ball. So you need to be target. You need to be blocking. You need to be running pure routes. You can't be quitting on plays. You can't have a guy out there getting a 30% target share, and then on 70% of the time he just turns and watches the play every time. That's a dead giveaway to the entire defense. If they're keying on you and you're being a blank face, you don't want to have your head in the game when the ball's not coming to you, you're not helping your team. And a Jonathan Mingo-type guy that's working across the field in every single play and making everything look the same is is very important. He played with Elijah Moore, Kenny Eboa, Dontario Drummond of the last couple of years, great body control and size uh, and, and great ability to break tackles, not going to really uh, dust anybody, but he has the ability to get behind defenders and route uh, tends to close his hands early. He's got a few drops uh, kind, kind of, this is a weird thing. He's, the ball's always there. He tends, he catches a lot of great ones. He catches a couple one handers, but then there's a couple of them that are just concentration drops. It feels like where he's just show, closes his hands early, uh, and it's just whatever it is. Uh, Mingo has the size to be a meaningful number two in the NFL. Great downfield blocker, like I mentioned, and, and good first movement. That's the biggest thing is just his ability to continue downfield. And as a wide receiver, he's got the size. He's, everyone's going to try and compare him to DK, AJ Brown. He's not that. He's not quite that. He's he's a lesser of those guys. Probably going to run the four five five, four five eight range, which isn't special, but it's not bad, especially at two hundred fifteen pounds. I think he's going to be a good athlete. The next guy in line. 60 pounds lighter than Jonathan Mango is Nathaniel or Tank Dell, as he's liked to be called. Tank, well, it's funny because he's literally the lightest player in the entire draft class. Uh, 5'10", 155 pounds out of Houston. Calvin Austin's the the playstyle comp. Calvin Austin was down at the Senior Bowl last year. Calvin Austin was awesome to watch. Like I mentioned earlier with Darius Davis, these little guys, there's a lot of little guys. Trey Tucker we're going to talk about here in a second. But Nathaniel Dell, Tank Dell, super elusive, electric, elite, accelerator more so than burst the acceleration is good and quick but the burst is not on that same level which a lot of people might be confused by but it's what it is good in the middle quadrants with the ability to create separation on digs and out routes elite At an elite level, not going to dust anybody. Uh, Sorry, that's another one. Lower frame is extremely thin, uh, as expected with his frame at 155 pounds. Speed and size can deter your eyes from mistakes and inabilities in in how he plays because he's kind of like Darius where He's just always hopping around, making guys miss, and and seemingly creating separation even though it's not quite on the same level. Uh, As with Tutu Atwell just a few years ago, Dell's big deterrence is going to be his size, 155 pounds. You're just not going to see a lot of guys like that. Uh, Trusting his health and ability to not get bullied at the NFL level uh, will take time, but we've seen it. Khalif Raymond, Hollywood Brown, Taylor Gabriel, all sub-170. The problem is if he's 155, it's a lot closer to 150 and 149 than it is 170. Trey Tucker, another guy in this list that's actually 172, not 155. So he's actually in that 170 range. Uh, Play style comparable to DeAnthony Thomas. He went to Cincinnati this last year. Small frame. He's got a little dog mentality in his brain right now uh, with a great upper body strength, not afraid to work across the middle of the field. Great burst after catch and start-stop ability, which is kind of what we talked about with Darius uh, with that ability to just hop-hop and make you miss at all times and just not get hit. Inability to break tackles and really evade tacklers with ease uh like i said he does have great start stop but it's not always you know in route uh, in route sometimes he'll get hit and, and obviously that's not what you wanted a 170 pound wide receiver much of his work begins at or around the line of scrimmage uh does is does have the ability to stretch the field but there's really nothing between the 10 and 25 yard marker which is the the middle quadrant on the on the field trey tucker Getting a lot of buzz from the NFL right now, but I think he's still undersized, and I think there's still a couple of guys like Darius Davis that belong in front of him uh, from a wide receiver perspective. But 5'9", 172 does leave upside being 172 and not 155 like Tank Dell. That's why I have these guys back-to-back with the same grade, looking to see kind of what that looks like at the senior bowl. I'm really – like that's the one thing is those three guys right there. So I talk about Darius Davis, 5'10", 175. Nathaniel Dell, Tank Dell, 5'10", 155. Trey Tucker, 5'9", 172. Those are three guys that are going to be down at the Senior Bowl. They're all going to be returning punts. They're all going to be returning kicks. They're all going to be trying to do the same thing, and I want to see which one really stands out because right now I have them literally uh, three guys across five spots, and their grades are very, very close together. Andre... Yosef, Yosef's. Uh, well, I'll figure out how to pronounce that one by the end of next week. 6'3, 200 pounds from Princeton. He's a wide receiver. This is the guy that they're saying, oh, he's this year's Christian Watson. Christian Watson um, going in, nobody knew he was a 4'29, 4'30, guy, right? Going in, I can promise you, Andre is not a four-two-nine, four-three-zero guy. He's gonna be more in the 455, 459, 462 area. I put Cam Meredith as the playstyle comp. I, I loved that comp. Uh, that was one of my favorites. Used as a weapon on Jets, he can do it. Again, he was at Princeton, so the film's gonna be a little bit different. The talent level is gonna be a little bit different. He consistently creates one or two yards of separation downfield. But again, it's against Ivy League footballers. 80% of his routes came on flies, fades. Same route crossing or drag routes. Not a lot of routes. I guess I'd say they're they're more of just like they're routes, whatever. But they're just not uh, next level route running. Lacks long speed, but he can get behind defenders. But again, he can barely outrun Ivy League defenders. Um, elite uh, at an elite level. Can Andre elevate from six, three, 200 two hundred pound frame to being the Christian Watson of this class? Yes, I think he's a stud at the Princeton level, but I think, like I mentioned earlier, he is 6'3". He's going to be the the tallest guy there. Elijah Higgins is also 6'3", but 235 pounds, and the the senior bowl has him kind of listed as a a wide receiver slash tight end. He's going to have the best advantage of all the wide receivers when it comes to the lining up with these long, rangy, tall cornerbacks that Jim Nagy brought down to the senior bowl. It's going to be interesting to see his week. Obviously, I don't have him near the top. I have him ranked 16th out of 21 right now. Uh, most of these senior bowl guys are in the bottom end. Uh, being seniors, uh, being less elite earlier in their career and, and, and coming out early kind of deters into that. But Andre comes in at 16. Puka Nukua, Puka Nukua, P U K A N A C U A from BYU, 6'1, 10 Coming down there with Jaron Hall. It's also another interesting thing. A lot of receivers are coming down with a quarterback. So, um, we talk about Puka Nakua is going to come down with Jaron Hall from BYU. Nathaniel Tank Dell is coming down with Clayton Toon from Houston as well. Puka Nakua, very interesting comp here. Jalen Ragger. I don't know. A lot of people might not like that one, but intermediate line of scrimmage level target with tackle breaking and breakaway level speed. He does have speed. I think he's going to be in that 447, 445 range. Used out of the backfield often. 39 carries, 91 receptions at BYU. He's a guy that's going to be used kind of all over. Well above average ball tracking and body control listed at 210, but I think he's closer to that 195 range. I think BYU gave him gave him a little bit of weight on that because he he looks he looks kind of on the thinner side, but he is used across and he and he has the thickness throughout his body. He just does not look like he's 210 pounds. Uh, he tends to draw more contact than you'd prefer, but he has great ver- versatility. Uh, next on this list is Charlie Jones, uh, guy that. Transfers from Iowa, goes to Purdue last year and kind of dominates. as one of the best wide receivers in the entire Big Ten. Charlie Jones coming in with some heat to the Senior Bowl week. 1,361 yards this year. Again, only six seven 728 yards in three seasons at, well, two seasons at Iowa, one year at Buffalo. Um, but Charlie Jones kind of has had a long career, like I said. Buffalo back in 2018, Iowa 2020 and 2021, and then Purdue this year when he finally broke out. I don't know, man. I don't really know what to think about Charlie Jones. I really am looking forward to seeing him. He plays it. He plays different. He's not your standard white boy at wide receiver. Uh, Donnie Avery is the comp I put for him for a play style. Six foot, one hundred eighty-eight pounds. He understands the importance of broken plays and continuing to move forward. Kind of similar uh, to a Jonathan Mingo, um, willing to put his nose into a cornerback and help block downfield. Great focus on the ballpoint. Focuses heavily on early route footwork. It's one of the guys that you really notice. Uh, working on that, the first you know four steps, the first uh, the first one second of the route, where deceiving the cornerback, getting the cornerback off tilt, kind of confusing him and, and getting him pointed in a different direction before he he goes another way. You see this all the time on Instagram from Instagram, Instagram or YouTube, uh, wide receivers. But Charlie Jones, great route runner, slight frame with a lean, lean lower body, super lean lower body. Uh, Charlie Jones is an interesting one. Comes in at wide receiver eighteen. Wide receiver nineteen has a great story as well. Jalen Wayne, six foot two, 205 pounds, not Jalen Tolbert, Jalen Wayne from South Alabama. Again, a second year with the South Alabama guy. That is obviously where uh, the senior bowl is hosted down there in Mobile on the South Alabama campus. Jalen Wayne, if you don't know, now, you know, Reggie Wayne's nephew started playing football late in high school. He played basketball a lot. And then during his uh, freshman year at South Alabama, really when he started to take that next step as a football player, started to actually work out with Reggie Wayne. Obviously, if you don't know Reggie Wayne, go look him up. Not going to get into that. Didn't do anything the first three years of South Alabama, but then in 2020 started to elevate 33 for 418, 2021, 53 for 630, and then this year 58 for 816 and nine touchdowns after Jalen Tolbert departed in his sixth season. He's not your standard 60s and 60s guy, though. Like I said, he didn't do anything in high school until his senior year due to playing basketball. Great frame with upper body strength and takeover ability. By takeover ability, I mean like go for 7 to 10 receptions and just get consistently targeted, especially at South Alabama. Not a ton of film available on Wayne, but it, it also started, like I said, late. Uh, Hakeem Nix as the playstyle comp for him. Just two more guys on this list. Let me remind you to go over to PRBreaker.com, use that promo code CODY to get 10% off of all pre-workout. I use Grape. Grape is my favorite right now. We're still waiting on Cotton Candy to get officially. The comeback, that's been a a year-long departure. I've really missed Cotton Candy, but they do have Grape Candy. That's my favorite. They also have Blue Raz as well as post-workout vanilla, cake batter, and chocolate. Brownie is the go to at prbreaker.com. You have the promo code Cody for 10% off. Now, finishing out with two wide receivers Ronnie Bell, wide receiver from Michigan, six foot, 192 pounds, very similar to a guy that was here last year, Khalil Shakir grinder upper body is continually moving faster than his lower body he just gets out ahead his upper body is built a little bit differently than your standard player or wide receiver understands body control and ability to contort and create space he returned for his fifth season at michigan after just one game in 2021 sophomore breakout 758 yards but you know he kind of he played one game in 2021 2020 was the year i thought he was going to come out We created his player page on player profile after 2020 season. Figured maybe he'd come out as a junior. He had 401 yards and a touchdown. He goes back. That wasn't just six games, by the way. Six games, 400 yards. He goes back for 2021. Plays that one game. Has one reception. Gets hurt. 2022, 62 receptions, 889 yards, four touchdowns. Makes the national semifinal. Ronnie Bell. Ronnie Bell, close comparable to Shakir. Khalil Shakir from a playstyle comp. Uh, return for fifth season, like I said, at Michigan. And uh, he comes then really low right now, 5.65, very comparable to Wayne, Charlie Jones, uh, and Puka Nakua down in that range, that last lower tier. Ronnie Bell, I don't know, man. A couple years ago, I, I was a big fan, and then just going back to Michigan, it, it kind of pushed me down. But he's a guy that definitely could be... A lot higher. You're going to see some uh, scouts, some analysts with Ronnie Bell much higher, probably up into the high teens, 12, 13 area. Um, But just not for me right now. He's at 20. I'd like to see a good week out of him down there in Mobile. And the last guy on this list is Elijah Higgins. First guy um, uh, that, you know, coming into the process, I was like excited to watch his film after seeing a little bit of Stanford, 6'3", 235. Senior Bowl has him listed as wide receiver slash tight end. We'll see what happens there because he's not the athlete you would expect from a Chase Claypool when it's like, hey, that guy should move to tight end. No, he's going to run a 4.67 at 235 pounds. Very Devin funchess like very Traylon Burks-like. Strong, massive hands. Athleticism is not on par with Burks, but he's he's going to be given opportunities and end of rounds and in high pressure situations in the red zone. He can he can play good. Very, very tight lower half with the inability to pull away from defenders below average at Yak. Uh, but again, plays very similar to Burks. If you watch the film, but he just does not have the pull away speed. He does not have the 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 acceleration, the hands, he doesn't have the toughness, he is not fluid. It's 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 just As far as watching him, he looks like him, but the intangibles, the athleticism are not on par with Traylon Burks. If you are in the chat and you got any questions, be sure to drop a question. I'll see if I can answer that question as we go through the process. Looks like we got one from George Casapis. He says, do you have concerns with Zay Flowers? 46.7 dominator is impressive. Yeah, Zay's not going to the senior bowl, but I did get through his uh, page as well. Let me pop that up here zay flowers currently i have him wide receiver five same exact grade well just a touch lower than josh downs i think him and him and uh josh downs and zay flowers i think are a spider-man meme going in uh to the combine uh, have him uh play style comparable to elijah moore small frame obviously professional route runner with an elite burst i thought uh, great body control not separate uh, well not mean the biggest, uh, but he c- consistently creates two plus yards of separation. I thought I'm i bi- I'm a pretty big fan of Zay Flowers. Um, I I've- I don't know how to word this. I thought about putting him late in uh, in my in my mock draft in, fir- in the first round, but instead I went with Josh Downs to the Kansas City Chiefs. That mock's going to be released uh, this afternoon. Zay Flowers deserves to be in the second round of the NFL draft, and I think he will be. Um, but yeah, that's, I I feel pretty good about Zay as well, but he's just also a year older, uh, than downs as well. AJ, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate it. I know, I know I kind of run through this shit and I, and I speak really quickly, but I appreciate you guys always tapping in and kind of staying in tune with all these guys. I just wanted to preview all of these guys. There's going to be a lot more discussion, uh, you know, this weekend in the preview show. And then next week we're going to have a bevy of live shows as well. It's vlogs behind the scene over on Patreon only. And that's really, you know, that's just going to be the start. This is going to be a, a long process of, like I mentioned before, we got the rookie guide coming out in, in late February, and that's a lot of the stuff that's going on behind the scenes. Shout-out to you, Andrew, as well in the chat. Want a rack uh, off an underdog team. Hell, yes, underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code UNDERWORLD to get a deposit match months up to $100. You can be just like Andrew and win yourself a mad, mad stack. Andrew says, What is the sentiment on this class versus the last few? Feels like we have been a golden age for wide receiver. That is correct. The last few years have been the pinnacle at the wide receiver position. This year, it's going to take a half step back. Right now, like I talked about on the RotoWire show on Monday with Alan Soslowski, right now, I think there's, you know, when you're talking half PPR, when you're talking PPR, and when you're talking NFL, I think each each version has a different wide receiver one. And then we have a wild card. Keishan Butte is the big wild card where he has number one ability, number one abilities, but off-field situation. Josh Downs, Zay Flowers are a couple kind of wild cards out there that they have every ability that Jordan Addison does. Uh, I think that they were well, not every ability, but I think most abilities that Jordan Addison does, but they're also on the on the shorter slide as well as being on the slider side. I love this class, but this class is not close to the last few uh, there's good depth here, but you really have to find it. Um, <clears throat> did you think the size of this year's corners will impact the wide receiver draft stock this year? Uh, not really. Again, I think at the Senior Bowl it will, but I think it's going to be opportunities for both guys because there's enough talent at the Senior Bowl this year. Last year there wasn't quite the level of talent uh, headed to Mobile at the wide receiver position. This year you're going to see a little more talent, but you're also going to see mad size down there at the Senior Bowl for the, wide, or the cornerback. Position. So that is the the wide receiver show. We've been going for 40 minutes strong here. We'll repack, recap it really quick. Rashi Rice enters the week at my wide receiver six. Trey Palmer comes in at wide receiver seven. Jaden Reed wide receiver eight and Michael Wilson. Uh, well, that's well the top is Rice. Palmer Reed is tier one. Michael Wilson, Dontavian Wicks and Darius Davis is tier two. That's 9, 10, 11 in the rankings currently. Mingo, Jonathan Mingo, comes in at 13. Nathaniel Dell, Tank Dell at 14. And Trey Tucker at 15. Andre Yosefs comes in at 16. Puka Nakua at 17. Charlie Jones, 18. Jill and Wayne, 19. Ronnie Bell, 20. And Elijah Higgins circles the wagons at 21 with a 5.1 low, low grade. Again, there's a lot of questions with Elijah Higgins across the board. That is. The wide receiver position for the 2023 Senior Bowl. If you have any questions, drop them in the chat below, drop them in the comments on YouTube. I'll come back, answer them all. Click that like and click that subscribe if you are tapped the fuck in and on YouTube. And if you're listening on podcast, be sure to click that five stars, leave a comment. Tell me you love me, tell me you hate me. I don't give a shit, but I appreciate you guys always tapping in and listening through these bad boys. Until next time, aka Friday, we talk tight ends. Let's have a great week, finish strong, and I'll see you on the other side.